time after time I've done my sentence But committed no crime And bad mistakes Okay, welcome everybody. Uh, you'll probably recognise the song a bit of green, I think it is. We are the champions. And the reason that I've got that going is uh, I have a dead set legend, champion Dean Hoy. Uh, welcome, Dino. Um, Thank you, Michael. We are practising social distancing just for those that might have a whinge loader about us having a, a coffee and a bit of a chit-chat. And we haven't done a podcast for a while because there's been no footy. Um, haven't been doing a, the round reviews and the round previews with Newlow and Bones and, and the, the lot. And I haven't been able to, to do the one-on-ones that I was doing last year with some of the other players. But this year I've decided to do something a little bit different rather than uh, get the guys that are playing. I'm going to do some guys that have retired or ex-players and have a bit of a chat. And then next week I have to have Dickie McKinnon on. So uh, Dino's leading us out. Um, how are we, big man? Yeah, good, mate. Going well. What about yourself? All right, my daughter. How, how are you handling this uh, COVID-19 isolation? I've had, uh, I hear the boys are in the room running amok. Yeah, mate. Uh, homeschooling's fun. The bit of workout at the gym is uh, dead, so I do it at home now, which is I'm not minding, actually. So something different training-wise. So you're, you're obviously the principal, because I do see a cane in the corner. Is that for when the boys are naughty? Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, something old like schooling, that. Old yeah, schooling? Yeah, mate, the only way to be. <laughs> Imagine if the cane was out now, mate. Uh, what we do is so we, we just have a bit of a talk. Hopefully, we keep it around that 15 20 minutes so we don't bore too too many people. But um, just with you now, like since football's retired, what, what's making you tick? Like, uh, what do you do for work? Uh, so, uh, we don't need to know too many personal details. <laughs> um, some people might not care too much to know about Dean Hoy, but just yeah, you know, what, what's making the big man tick these days, mate? So, work at pickles. Um, do a bit of work out there, mate. Buy some cars and stuff like that. Uh, mate, started the soccer club with a few mates. Um, the Moor Creek Mountain Gates. So I'm playing a bit of soccer, mate. Uh, going back to my roots, I suppose. And um, yeah, a bit of gym work and the kids, mate. Love, and love you, you, you copped a bit of flack about starting the Mountain Gates up too. Yeah, we copped a little bit of stick food. from a few people. Um, yeah, I was always expected that. Have you, did you find it hard getting the club up and running? Because I mean, many people may or may not remember way back when we had Oxley, Oxley Diggers, the Warriors. It was hard work to get a club off the ground, you know, going through all the... Yeah, mate, the we've got tape. a couple of really good committee men um, who just love it and just hammer it and kind of got it off the ground and going, which is really good. Um, so it's, it's been tough. Uh, but he's done a lot. Of, one of them's done a lot of the work, and the rest of the boys backed him up. So it's pretty easy that way. There's, there's a lot more in the run in a club than what you think when you're just a player. You turn up Tuesday, Thursday, play on the weekend, and there's so much more behind us. And I've got so much appreciation and respect for any club person in any sport. So. Yeah, definitely, mate. I agree. There's uh, some of the questions and stuff being asked, especially around COVID and. Do we pay full fees or do we not? What do yeah. we get? What do we do? I, know, I think all sports are going through that. Now, when, when you were playing, you were um, you weren't a grubby player to a point. Like you, you had some grubbiness in you, but I think you're one of the best sledges of the game that I've ever played with or against. Um, have you ever been beat in a sledge? Has anybody ever stumped you? Yeah, yeah, I've got done a couple of times. Okay. Um, I used to work for a bloke, and mate, he was. Oh, I think the count's about four thousand to one. He just would take me down every time. But yeah, I don't, I don't lose too many in in that game. I, I do remember you and I playing cricket once, and I think it might have been with Beckdiff. That uh, one of the batsmen, we were, we were fielders. I think I was at keeper, and you might have been at first slip. Or, no, I was at bat pad. You were at first slip, 
And uh, one of the batter, batters walked away from the crease because he was upset that you and I were sledging each other. <laughs> yeah, I remember. <laughs> I said, man, we're not sledging you. Like, you, know, just, just say, well, you just can't talk to each other like that. We're sledging each other. But it was a different way to put a batter off. Yeah, well, I didn't think of it at the time that way. I was just having fun. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah was, possibly the way. You know, we cracked everybody anyway. Um, now, you never made the great heights of the NRL, but you did play first grade football here in a group four competition. Uh, just talk us through your first grade debut because you come from soccer, didn't you? Like, yep. well, is it still called soccer or football? Do we have to be politically correct? <laughs> soccer will do. Soccer will do. Um, so you come across from soccer to, to West Lions? Yeah, I did. So I come across in about, I think it was 2001. Uh, I remember you turning up the training and your silver um, umbrero. Was it umbrero? Um, umbro. <laughs> umbro. Umbro. Umbro jacket. Umbro jacket. Silver. Like Dressed like a soccer foil. player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, mate, so I come across, played a couple of Reggie games and then uh, got the call up in the first grade. And I um, I actually remember going, we were training at Pirates Oval for the first time on a Friday night and it was raining. Mm-hmm. And you come and jumped in my car and I said, oh, do we still train now? It's raining. And the first comment was, mate, we're playing football now. We're not playing soccer anymore, but <laughs> right, uh, I remember that now. we're you still going to train. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, just talk us through, like, did it, did it meet your expectations? How much different was it? Um, obviously, there was a difference from soccer to, to yep. league. But going from reserve grade to first grade, because you only, I think you only played two or three games yeah. in reserve grade. Yeah, two or three games. Um, yeah, I found the, the physicality level massively different. The pace of the game was just another step above. First grade soccer is continually moving. Reserve grade footy was good. Uh, but then first grade footy was just the hits were harder. Back in those days, you had blokes that come from NRL experience type thing that... Yeah, yeah, you're running them. And I remember a really quick lesson that I got taught about using bumper bars. Because, uh, yeah, i got a nose that's been broken a few times. So Yeah, but that's probably not from football either. <laughs> yeah, occasionally. Now, you have retired. You've been retired for three years? From... Uh, five, probably. Five years, that yeah. one. Okay. Um, and, again, you, you had a, a, you know, a 10-odd-year career playing rugby league mm-hmm. at West and then out at Dungown. Yep. Successful at both clubs. But talk us through um, some of the struggles with retirement and, and playing... And we'll call it professional sport because when you play A grade at soccer or tennis or, or rugby, rugby league, there is, you know, it's a little bit different to playing that social footy that I call it, reserve mm-hmm. grade on the lower grades. But when you play that professional level as in first grade, just talk us through, you know, if you went through any struggles in retiring, handling, not going to the games or um, going to training. Yeah, look, once I retired, I went to AFL. So I kind of got a little bit of a fix that way. But you definitely miss the boys. Uh, you miss the camaraderie. You miss training three days a week with everyone and because our team was pretty structured that we were everyone turned up to train everyone did what they had to do so you, oh, you mostly miss the guys mate to be honest so your friendships and and stuff like that it's funny when you do retire how quickly and i say respectfully that you are forgotten yep. like the following year you're not turning up for training you're not turning up for games and there's some new guys come in and you feel like you're being replaced. Yep, like, 100%. You, you turn up before and people will be high-fiving and go, hey, Dean, how you go? Yep. All of a sudden, you turn up the pub and, oh, and Dean played with us last year. You sort of... Yeah. You, look, you, you know what I mean? Like, it's some struggle with it more than others, and I guess the guys that have been in the NRL will struggle more because of the, you know, the popularity and the fame that goes with it. Um, mate, just with... Uh, uh, did you, oh, sorry, are you happy when you retired from rugby league? I mean, uh, you, you went to AFL yeah, to I, fill a gap, but... Do you think you could have still been... Nah. What are you now, 36? Now? <laughs> yeah, close. <laughs> 42 now. 42. <laughs> um, yeah, mate, look, I was happy when I retired. I, I was sitting in the shed at half-time in my last season, and at half-time I'm sitting there thinking, 
oh, I've got to go out for another half here. Like once I was out there, I was all good. But in the shed, when I was actually sitting there and listening to the Chiefs talk, and I'm like, oh, really not that keen to go back out for this second half. So I kind of knew it was time to get out. Yeah, I think I think most people know when it's time to time to give it away. Now, life after footy, you had your own. Um personal training business there for a while, Lotto Fitness. Yep. Um, now I see you with Limitless, is it? Uh, Limitless is, uh, Chris is from, uh, he's a Gold Coast-based trainer, mate, one of the best, does free plug. plans. Yeah, here you go, Chris. Free food plans. Oh, sorry, he does food plans and basically comp training. Um, so, yeah, basically well, I was with him for a little while. Great bloke. Yeah. And, uh, yeah so. so, but you enjoyed doing that, that personal training side of things? Because I know at one stage you had a pretty big Yeah, it was good fun. List. Um yeah, it, it was very time-consuming compared to what you'd think. Uh, it was more time-consuming than what most people would think, I suppose, you'd know. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yes. but, yeah, just uh, it wasn't – I weighed up the money-wise wasn't worth the time, so I just yeah. kind of backed out of it. Yeah, it's tough. But, mate, now, just with your footy, who, who's been your biggest influence on your football career? Um, oh, mate, Chuse would be one. You'd be another – uh, Jason you, Holland. You only had two coaches. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Jason Holland um, was another one. Just for the just for the sheer intensity, he played the game. He's intense, Jason, isn't he? Yeah, scary, intense. Um, Justin Gleeson. <laughs> what? <laughs> just, Why are you saying that with a funny face? Because I told him I was doing this. He told me to get him a plug. <laughs> um, and he's got Demon Fitness. <laughs> yeah. Give him a plug. Yeah, there you go, mate. Yeah. Um, so yeah, mate. Like blokes like that. There's always. People around like uh, Marty Moore and Brad Smith, who are quality players, and they just give you little tips on the yeah. way. Uh, you got any regrets from the game? Um, possibly not starting earlier. I only started when I was twenty-one. Um, realistically, would have loved to have a bit of a crack when I was a bit younger and and just uh, see how things went. But other than that, no, not really. What's uh, what's one of your, your fondest memories of the game? And I'm sure there's going to be a few. <sighs> Definitely, um, <laughs> definitely the grand final win stick out there. Um, minor premierships are always good too. I remember a couple of, I spent Dungown premiership was good. Uh, one of the fondest memories I was probably losing for Dungown in um, in Urala. Probably sounds a bit weird, yeah. but uh, it was a it was a moment where you kind of went, well, we're not doing this again next year, so kind of put in that next effort the next year to kind of get it sorted. That was um, I remember that year because that was the year that you and I went to Dungown. As captain coaches together, and I think six weeks in, you'd had a, you'd had enough of the coaching gig. Yeah, no, it wasn't for me. <laughs> it wasn't real. It wasn't. I didn't have the temperament for that. Uh, just just with Dungeon one. I know we made three grand finals out there. Uh, the second year, we went through undefeated. But the third year, where we lost Stevie Mamaya. Yep. And um, he's he's uh, it's coming up on Tuesday, I think. His, yeah. Uh, his day. Yep. But uh, that was probably the toughest year of of my rugby league career because um, that was early in the year. I think it was still pre-season, maybe. Yep. Um, and it was just a hard year. And to me, that's probably my, other than the 94 grand final with Temo City, yep. um, that was my first ever grand final win. But I think with Stevie losing him so early in the year, trying to keep everybody together, not as a coach, but just as a team, us trying to, you know, and travel that road where yep. we had to drive past where he you know, passed away. You know, that's probably one of my fondest, I know that sounds funny, yep. fondest memories, because it was just a real tough year. Fondest grand final victory because it was a real tough year. I think we beat Bendemir at Bendemir. Yeah, I was back at West at that stage. Um, but I remember I remember getting the phone call from you. Um, and I remember the the year was the year was a bit dark from everyone's point of view, I think. Um, just a loss in a club's a hard one to deal with, I suppose. Like 
like Nuggy. Um, yes. There's always a, that's probably the darkest year of football for me, that one, where I understand the Steve one. So. Yeah, there's um, been a couple of sad ones, but um, we're going to write some. What are some of the changes in the game that you've seen that you don't necessarily like? And I'm talking um, bush footy and NRL. Um, and the thing is, people try and say that. What's happening in the NRL is the same, and the two different rules, which is yeah, hundred percent, and, and that's where a lot of people get lost. But just some, uh, some of the some of the things you might change, or how the how the game's changed in the, the time that you've been involved, mate. In the NRL, I just think it's too over. Too, uh, I, I don't think they should be in slow motion. I think everything should be played in fast motion. Yeah. Just if you want to watch something in review, don't slow it down. Just play it. If it's a blatant error, it's a blatant error. If it's not get a sign. Um, yeah, look, I'm happy with that. I. Mate, to be honest, local footy I haven't watched a ton of. Um, well, you've been committed, so... Yeah, so I kind of stayed away from it with, with the other sports. Have, have you been tempted to go back? Have you been... Uh, has it been a temptation to go back and play? Uh, not really, no. Has I there think... been anybody that's tried to... Uh, um, no. in, yeah. <laughs> Had a few niggles, but I just can't, mate. I'm, I play a bit of basketball now and I play a bit of uh, soccer and bit of touch footy so i'm just yeah. always having fun doing the the older style now i was going to ask um if you weren't playing league what yep. other sport other than league but it'd be soccer or afl yep. so, or cricket because you, you play a lot of first grade cricket yeah cricket's a bit of fun mate a bit of a bowler a bit of an all-rounder terrible cricketer no. good sledger good sledger mate have you got one one funny footy story uh that you, that's clean that you can share oh mate my, the funniest thing I've ever watched uh, to do with a football club would be the the year we lost at Dungowan when they tied the um <laughs> tied the table on the back of the back of the Ute and and you had yes. to do a lap and then it was like skiing yeah and then mm-hmm. the next year the spud gun <laughs> was you had to get shot with a spud gun before you're allowed a beer like Mate, it that's, was that's the, lethal times out there they were, yeah. I don't know how I still remember missile yeah. remember when um, I don't know I think it might have been Scotty Henry was driving the Ute. And he's got too close to the fence and missiles let go and go roll actually under, under the, the fence. fence. And they're going, oh, this is not good. But everybody did it because you just got you ridiculed. Oh, you had to. Mate, and that, that's probably the, the cleanest, funniest moment, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few good moments from Dungeon. Mate, um, who, who's been your biggest influence on your life in general? And I know you're probably going to say your mum. Um, yeah, of course. Beautiful joy. She's lovely. but uh, Yeah, she's a cracker, mate. Um, so she's probably 100%. Uh, my next door neighbour. My old hands to beak. He's um he's a bloke who took me under his wing and just yeah showed me a lot about the world and mm-hmm. helped me out. So he was another one. Good fellow hands. Um, tell us something that people don't know about you. Uh, something that you're prepared to share. Oh. And we could talk about your one testicle, but I think most people know about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, mate. I don't know what. I'm pretty open with most things that people would know. So, I mean, there's, there's no hidden secrets, no skeletons, nothing in the closet. Um, when you came out of the closet a few years ago, <laughs> no, nah, not really. I'm pretty, uh, pretty open. Yeah, who was uh, when you were growing up? Who was your rugby league idol? Uh, but even even though I know you played football, soccer, two yep. twenty one, you still would have had. Because oh. you're a manly seagull supporter. I am. Um, Brad Clyde, mate, was probably the. Just the pinnacle of toughness for me as a kid. I just was infatuated with him. So, just I think he just got voted number uh, number two lock over 
over um, of all time. Yeah, right. I, I think Jason Tamalolo might have been him. I'm just taking on on Fox. Yeah, he's a freak, Tamalolo. But yeah, he would be Brad Clive would be the bloke I would uh, I would say. And um, outside rugby league, who would be your greatest sporting idol growing up? Was Lance Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, until it all come out <laughs> he was uh when i was sick he uh i read all his books and was uh pretty in touch with what he did and some of the foundations that he set up the live strong foundation like helps out cancer people yeah. even though he did what he did it's still um that foundation's come of it so yeah. it's not all bad um because we won't go into it too far but you um you have a bit of an association with, with cancer and those yep. kind of stuff. So we don't want to talk about that. That's your personal business. But I did make a bit of a punt about your testicle. <laughs> um, but that was from a soccer incident yeah, um, oh. where that got found out. Yeah, basically I copped a knee um, in, on the soccer field, left it for a few weeks and uh, got injured at football and then went and uh, went and got it checked out. And I was about to walk out of the doctor's surgery and went, oh, you best be checking this. So he did. As a 21-year-old, it was pretty confronting yeah. um, to do, have a bloke. So that, that's that, that's something that a lot of people wouldn't know that you've yeah um, you've had that and you've defeated it and you've come back bigger and better and stronger. Well, yeah, it's good. It's, <laughs> it's something I wouldn't change. Let's put it that way. Sounding weird as it is, it's probably um probably changed me a bit on well, how it, I see the world. It adds to the character of you. I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe if that doesn't happen, um, because I know you're big on helping out with, with you know um, the cancer council and stuff like yep. that, and you've done things in the past. Maybe if you didn't have that experience, you wouldn't do that. So yeah, that's right. Everything uh, I shouldn't say, but everything happens for a reason. Hundred um, percent. Now, a couple of questions. We've got three where you get a bit of time to answer, and then I've got five ones where you're not allowed to think about, which I'll show, hide. <laughs> now, if you were prime minister for a day, what would you change? Taxes. 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 Okay. Uh, if you won a million dollars, what would you do with it? Uh, holiday. Big, big holiday for. Family. Family. Okay. Who was the biggest pest in your team? Now, you played in a couple of teams, but over, well, you played with two teams yep. at league, we're talking. Um, but I'll let you pick the sport. Let you pick the sport. Who was the biggest pest? It's out of me and you. <laughs> I thought you might have said Ash Turner. Oh, Ash Turner's up there as a pest, but. Timmy Walsh? <laughs> yeah, I think we've got them both covered. <laughs> it's definitely out of me. It's bad when you name the host. Yeah, I know. Okay, now I've got five questions where you're not allowed to think. you just yep. got to answer straight off. Beer or bourbon? Beer. Uh, blonde or brunette? Either. <laughs> you got to pick one. Blonde. <laughs> okay, now you're at the footy. Is it a pie and a can of Coke or a beer, beer and a steak? Beer and a steak. Okay, celebrity crush? Ah, uh, shit. Uh, Miller Kunis, maybe. Oh, okay. And um, favourite superhero? Uh, would be... Oh, is it a superhero, the Joker? Well... well okay, well, well, let's go Batman. Batman, okay. Thank you, buddy. Um, oh, much yeah, appreciated. appreciate it. We did handle it, you know, the um, social distancing, okay. <laughs> um, so thank you, everybody. Like I said, I'll, I'll try and get Dick McKinnon on next week. I'll try and do one a week to, just to try and break the boredom. But uh, thanks, big man, and, and good luck with the... With the mountain goats. No worries, cheers, mate.